0: just staring from across the room I, you've got to strut your stuff and i'll show you just what to do now nah, you gotta dance gotta make your advance you gotta show you've got the guts i gotta move that'll make
1: them smooth and it's called the two-step strut now dance with me coming soon to a theater near you it's the equalizers a weekly podcast for two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film my name is Mike Nolan. I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my preachal. Pre- wow, yep, the mulch to my diggums, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? I'm
0: Josh Gad, <laughs> and I like to eat dirt. What a- I just eat it up all day. And I unhinge my jaw and go
1: ah. <laughs> The, that is gonna be hell to listen to without the visual. I mean, it was still bad with the visual, but for everyone who couldn't yeah, see, you pulling your jaw apart.
0: I unhinged my jaw and I ate a bunch of dirt. It happened, mm. it, like just as horrifying as it is. Honestly, do you think when John Josh G- Gad leaves this mortal coil, uh, they'll play like at his funeral? They'll play like different like uh, like slow mo, like sepia shots of like his roles, and it'll be like Olaf um the uh guy from beauty and the beast then it'll just play the little bit from this movie where he unhinges his jaw in a most horrifying image like it is truly he is the worst part of the
1: movie (laughs) well i know somebody who definitely has some thoughts on this movie and the various horrible parts we're joined this week by friend of the show chelsea carter chelsea welcome to The Equalizers. This episode came about because some time ago, you and I were hanging out with our mutual friend and Avenger Jackson Eflin, and you went on what I can only describe as a five-minute tirade about how much you hate the movie Artemis Fowl. At the end of that five-minute tirade, I asked some question about a scene from the movie, and he responded, oh, I haven't seen the movie. You went on the five-minute rant based off of the trailer. So I Hell got yeah. you uh, signed on to do this. We agreed. We all said we should do it for St. Patrick's Day.
2: I, I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts.
1: Fowl foul indeed. Pretty foul. I have some statistics just to start us off. You mentioned the Russian mafia five times. Talked about how Opal Caboy is a girl boss at least three times and mentioned how Butler should have a gun four times throughout the length of the movie. Uh, Quote, oh, Kenneth Branagh, why did you do this? Um, Another quote, guys, this is bullshit. And my favorite one, at one point, canonically, Mulch Jacobs should not be wearing underwear.
2: (laughs) Yes, this is true and valid. These are all things that the book has said our bullshit so
1: so talk to us a little bit about artemis fowl i don't want to say why you chose this one because i kind of chose this one but based off of we'll put some audio in cuz i did get a recording while we were watching the movie you know oh, hilarious. you know a lot about artemis fowl what was it about the series that like really was your thing
2: so here's the thing about the time that everybody was falling madly in love with the book that shall not be named uh by the author mm-hmm. that shall not be named i Was falling madly in love with Artemis Fowl because he was a little asshole who would be awful to me. And (laughs) yeah, you know, we can talk about how Harry Potter is a good guy and like a hero of sorts. Artemis Fowl has no heroic qualities. He is a pure villain who will burn the world down if he cares about you and somebody has wronged you. Uh So... Yeah.
0: So he's Captain America. He's Captain America.
2: Basically.
1: (laughs) At one point, you did announce that if young Chelsea had a crush on this Artemis Valley, it wouldn't have been a problem. Yes. (laughs) Because in the movies, uh, because in the movie, he's much more of like a well-rounded action teen. He's hoverboarding through the forest at one point.
2: He surfs. Okay. So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. He is described as suffering in the Vietnam weather in the first chapter (laughs) Um, he is in Ho Chi Minh City, getting information about the fairies, um, and he is suffering under the heat. How is the boy who's suffering in heat surfing? Okay, but that's, that's not a thing. Jesus, that's not a thing.
0: To To be fair. Um, I'm pretty sure that kid wasn't actually surfeit, the- but <laughs> it was looked really, really bad for 2020 for a movie released in 2020. Like it was the most it was very like, badly green screened. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was the 12 uh, year old Chelsea was very disappointed in many ways in shapes and forms.
1: It's a movie that's baffling to me because Chelsea and I talked about this uh, when we were watching it. It's clearly made by somebody who did a lot of research because there's stuff from like later books that they pull into this movie. But this is also somehow, it almost seems like they didn't read the first book. They just read all the subsequent books for stuff because it's, it's a bad adaptation of the first book, but they put in a lot of like nods, like, like deep lore stuff that, from later books into this movie, but it still sucks.
2: Yeah, and, and I will say, as a person who read these <laughs> avidly with the most attention, there are some word for word conversations from the later books in this movie there are things that are very accurate and are very hard to um actually because we're like well yeah that happened it just happened in another book which
0: (laughs) yeah so this movie like the only way i could describe like because i was wondering this the whole time i'm like they were gonna leave the house no okay uh because like ultimately like it doesn't get actiony until like the the um the leprechaun like they have one scene where they're fighting leprechaun and then like they're just kind of like in the house talking for like about an hour Mm -hmm. of movie time and then and then like the other bad leprechaun guy they saved from prison who apparently was the same guy and is evil because because um and like i don't know it just it was kind of boring It was very boring to me. I don't know if the books are exciting. I guess they are. Like, yeah. like, like, because if if you, I guess because you read you you read through them and they excited young Chelsea, mm-hmm. right? So, like, but it was just a very boring movie of them just talking and like Artemis having little like 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 ego ego piss fits in the house uh, about like his dad. Um, and well,
2: Madison, <laughs> um, his dad is yes. canonically not there in the first book.
1: Here it comes. Mm. Here it comes. It.
2: I'm going to talk about the Russian mafia. Now, for the for a while, I did get this mixed up with Danny DeVito from It's Always Sunny. So I had this weird, like, merge in sure. which his dad was selling wolf cola to the Russians. No, he wasn't selling wolf
0: cola. Oh, hilarious. He
2: was just selling generic Coca-Cola to the Russians. And his ship gets, like, bombed. And the Russian mafia finds him in the wreckage. And is like, oh, we're gonna ransom him and keep him as a hostage. His mom, however, is perfectly alive. She's just crazy in the attic.
0: Oh, Jesus. Yes. Okay, so this is this this is this is, this is, this is starting to sound not always sunny, right? That's not what happens. Always. No, in, no I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, um, so, so his dad isn't captured by fairies in the book. It, he's captured by the Russian mob for selling Coca-Cola. Yes. Or like while selling Coca-Cola. Because he is a criminal. Okay.
2: His dad is the head of a criminal empire.
1: Like the, the books are a lot more like not Ocean's Eleven, like leverage or like cons and heists and like spying stuff like that. Like the first book, he's trying to raise the money for the ransom, right? Yes. By getting fairy gold. After that, it's more of like a globe trotting heist. Like the third one, they go to Chicago and heist like this computer from a tower. Yeah. Artemis Fowl cuts off a man's thumb while he's asleep and then Holly magics it back on after they've used it on the thumbprint scanner. Like it's wild.
0: Oh Jesus. Okay. So like the first the first movie and the first book should have been about that, not the Oculus or whatever, no. right? Yeah. So which I'm assuming comes in later in the later in the later books, or is that just something they made up?
2: Actually the Oculus does not exist. It's it does not exist
0: okay. at all. Cool. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> This movie sucks even more than I thought it would. It really does.
1: <laughs> Obviously, we didn't like this movie, but it may surprise you to learn other people had some opinions on it. I've pulled some reviews from the um, review site slash social media Letterboxed. Uh, first, Madison, our old friend Jaybird, is back. Gave this one star. Oh, Jaybird, uh, Chelsea Jaybird is a person who reviews movies in the form of limericks. Uh, so, Good Artemis choice. Fowl. Artemus Fowl may be aptly named as another franchise tries to get in the game. May not be Branagh's fault, under the Disney vault, surely the attention wasn't a movie that's lame. This is one of them that's got a little work. Um, Chelsea, you did decide that this was solely Kenneth Branagh's fault, correct?
2: I did. I also don't think it should be a Disney movie, but those are thoughts I can share later.
1: Uh, Nicole Kubrick gave us a half star. After this movie, I no longer want to believe that Ireland exists. End of review. (laughs) And then... We have one more. This one's a bit of a long one, but I could not read this. Uh, I think Madison, were back in the realm of accidentally finding serial killers on the review sites. Okay. Um, of course. Moloterra gave this one star. Here's the fucking thing. Here's the fucking reason. Here's here's the fucking thing. You see these guys? They come in here and they fucking think they fucking think that they can really really work it through or yeah, work it through. They think they can come to me. They think that they can come in here, come into my house. That's in bold that they can just come in here and just do whatever they want. They think that they can come in and do whatever they want, They think that they're okay, that they're okay to do whatever they want. They just don't want to come into my house, my house, because I will be ready for them. I am 100% justifiably ready. Every single second of my life, I've trained for this moment. Every single, every single waking moment of my life, I've been trained, ready and willing to fight and beat up anyone who comes into my house. And they think that they can come into my house. They just believe, they think, they know, they think they feel, they think they can speak whatever they want in my house. Then they come into my house and I can beat them up whatever I want in my house. And they think they think they can do whatever they want, but I will fight them with every last tooth and nail. My house. They will be ready for it. They can't understand that I'm ready for it in my house. And they don't know that I will always be ready for them in my house. And I just want to let you know that I will be ready for you when you come into my house. Because if you come into my house... I will be so ready for you that your ass is going to fall out. You're just going (laughs) to walk. Fall out? Yeah, yeah. You're, that your ass is gonna fall out. You're just gonna walk right in, and your ass just gonna fall out onto the floor. And I'm gonna go have to get the shovel and scoop it up, and then maybe you and I can go to a Caribou Coffee or a Starbucks. Then in my house to come back later and drink some of that coffee. Then I'm gonna beat you the fuck up, and then I'm gonna take you to the hospital because earlier your ass <laughs> fell out and neither of us noticed. So I'm gonna take you to the Jesus hospital. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the hospital. I'm going to treat you to a nice hospital dinner. I'm going to go to the hospital cafeteria and get you a milk, maybe a chocolate milk if I'm feeling really good. But I'm going to come back to the hospital room where you're sitting there, your ass falling out there doing surgery, but I don't give a fuck. I walk in, hand you the chocolate milk. Your ass is knocked out because your ass is out, and they're trying to put it back in. So I hand you a chocolate milk, but you're asleep, so I keep trying to force feed you the chocolate (laughs) milk. And the doctor and the doctors are trying to get me out, and then I go back to my house, and then I take a nap, and then I wake up. One star. End of review.
2: You know, I get, I get what he's going for, though. I get the vibe. I get the anger.
0: Was that Colin Farrell posted that? I have uh, to believe so. It's just like a response. It's just a response to uh, how uh, to Kent Brana of like how how fucking horrible uh, the experience was. Um, you know, up until the point where he started talking about. Or she or they uh, (laughs) talked about his ass falling out. It was kind of it kind of had like a rhythm of like a like a slam piece, like a slam, like a slam poetry thing. Of just like uh, up until the ass falling out part, then it kind of went off the rails. It really
1: read like looking at it, it looks more like a manifesto because there is not a single mark of punctuation in that entire review. So it does really feel more like a scrawled manifesto. Yes. Anyway, yeah. that's the end yeah. of the tomatoes. That one was long enough for a whole segment, but yeah. I found it and I could not read the review of Art of a Spell that involved beating <laughs> somebody up in my house so bad their ass falls off.
2: You know what though? That's
1: falls out falls out. True falls out. That is
2: canon. <laughs> sorry, that sorry, is canon to the vibes of the books. So I will hold that that is a yes. good review.
1: God. Anyway, <laughs> Madison, uh, is the circus rolling into town? Squish, um, nope, you're infringing on my squish rights again.
0: Sorry, sorry. Squash. There we go. Um, um, uh, Garglax rolls up and is <laughs> just like, "Here you go." And then one of the um, Chelsea, I don't know if you listen no, to our show, I but like, it. there's a there's a rich there's a there's a rich lore of. Um, of the carnival, uh, that is just gonna, uh, there's clone Madison's there's Gargalax, the, the, the ringleader from the planet, uh, Quibi. you know, okay. from the planet Quibi. Uh, he has, he has a, he, he has a wife named Garg, uh, Cargamel. <laughs> Gargamel, Gargamel, uh, and they have 17 children and she's pregnant with 20
1: more. Oh, right wow. Now. So uh, That's a lot. <laughs> anyway, yeah. this is the framing device around whatever bit or game Madison has brought is Madison's carnival of bits yes. and it's assorted. <laughs> um, yeah. Workers,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so I have various games, and today I'm gonna bring back an old <laughs> favorite that mm. I haven't done in a while, and it is called More Like yes. This. I love this game, I'm excited. So, uh, um, so what More Like This is, is I have three synopsis of movies in front of me. I'm gonna read each one, two of them are real movies, one of them is fake. I wrote one of them. These are movies you would find in a more like this, or you might also like a section that you would find after whatever movie we're doing that week. So these would have been in a more like this section of Artemis Fowl. So um, it is your job, uh, both of your jobs, to find which one is the one that I wrote.
2: Okay, okay. I've listened to enough NPR. I got this.
0: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. First movie, Upside Down Magic. Best friends Eleanor, Nori, Boxword, Horace, and Rena, Cargival, discover that they have magic powers. Nori can transform into animals, and Rena can control fire. They enroll at Sage Academy, a prestigious magic school, whose pyramid headmaster believes Nori and uh, Rena's unconventional powers leave them vulnerable to dangerous evil shadow magic. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that was upside okay. down magic. Next movie. A Motel Spell. Notorious antique collector Gustav Spiro and his family family are ousted of their blue blood life and are forced to take refuge in a run-down boarding house after being accused of fraud. As they begin to settle in, they soon discover the Fleabag Estate's residents are monstrous in the most supernatural ways. Okay. Okay. And movie number three godmothered a young unskilled fairy godmother ventures out on her own to prove her her worth by trekking down a young girl whose request for help was ignored by the
1: godmother agency okay i think i know the answer uh so chelsea if you want to go i
2: also think i know the answer listen i am a binge watcher of tv i love a good show oh my gosh um a motel spell just sounds like Schitt's Creek, but with supernatural elements. And while I would love for that to exist, I don't think it does. But if it does, I would be so happy. Mm-hmm.
1: I know Upside Down Magic exists because Jackson and I attempted to watch it at one point and could not make mm-hmm. it through. Or I didn't, at least. I'm also pretty sure I've heard of Godmothered, so I'm a great, I am agree with you. I think motel spell is the, the wrong one. However, you've already picked it, so I'm going to pick Godmothered. So, um, since you've already picked Motel Spell, but I'm, I'm, I mean, you can both pick it. I, we never I'm have before, fat. I guess. We've always just kind of each picked a different yeah. one. But uh, you know what? Sure, I'll go with Motel Spell. I could use more points. Okay.
0: Is that your final answer? Yes, you yeah, it yeah, I, locked yes, in, I right have locked in. Yes, I have locked in. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah.
2: Yes, <laughs> I have played a lot of D and D. I'm, I'm sticking to this. I am.
0: Well, good for you. You figured yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the uh I like the name I made up Gustav Spiro. It's very good. It's a very good <laughs> name. Um
2: oddly enough in the third Artemis Fowl book there is a bat. the villain's last name is Spiro. S P I R O. This
0: is So. It was meant yeah. to be. But I uh, I don't know what your point total Oh, Chelsea, you Thank get you. a point. Um yeah, um uh, there is a there's a prize board. If you get enough points, you get <laughs> certain things on our show. So you just got to okay. keep coming back. I don't know what point total you're at. Uh, I haven't cashed in, so I like think that.
1: I'm nearing 20. Um, mm-hmm. But speaking of points, let's get to the point. Segway. Uh, Chelsea. You so have, you're so good. You're such a good host. I'm, uh, you know, It's like I've been doing this for three years. Yeah. I just started getting decent. It's time. <laughs> I don't know what you have for the pitch. I'm worried based off some of the jokes we were making during the movie what this pitch could be. Because we started making several jokes about how we never saw Holly's father. So the joke was that, oh, it's also um, Colin Farrell and their half-siblings. Except then we started making a that's bunch of I jokes thought. about how they were going to fuck. And so it was, became did. like a Cersei-Jamie yeah. Lannister thing. So I'm not concerned that's what's happening. If it does, I have to bear some of the responsibility. And I apologize to you specifically, Madison. <laughs> it's all but. right.
2: No. So here's my approach. I thought about <laughs> going the fun will-they-won't-they they route. Right? But I have to stick Mm -hmm. true to my preteen self and do this the way that I would have imagined it. First Mm -hmm. of all, it's not a Disney movie, right? How is this a Disney movie? There is so much crime. Anyway, (laughs) um, instead, I was thinking about this and I was thinking Tarantino for a while because that seemed like a good idea. Um, But I had a better (laughs) one last night. What if Artemis Fowl was like Pan's Labyrinth?
1: Okay.
0: Okay, yes. Because
2: you have your crime, but you also have your fun supernatural stuff, right? Like all right. Mm -hmm. So also it needs more guns. More guns.
0: (laughs) It needs more more guns
2: guns and grenades and knives. And a nuclear bomb. Um (laughs) the it should be noted. That the book ends with a nuclear bomb on the Fowl estate.
0: The, the, the yes. first one?
2: It, it's it's oh not God. a nuclear bomb per se. It's, it's called a blue bomb. It is a biological weapon that wipes out all life in the area.
0: A single life? You like target it to a life no, all or life. all life? I think it's just all, all life,
2: life. because. Yes, oh, yeah, all life in this certain radius. The, the leprechaun tries to kill. Artemis Fowl and his cohort, and all of his family, and everything on this property, Um, which is not a Disney thing, right? Like Disney's not about mass murder, and I well, Disney's not about bombs, unless it unless it is. Like, show me a.
0: You don't see a bomb. You don't see a bomb in Disney, except for uh, uh, Corella. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fucking got him. Got him. Eat that mouse. Ha. Eat that mouse. Gobble it up. So
2: Gobble. one of the big changes that we're making, obviously, right? We're correcting. His dad, mm-hmm. Russian mafia. I said it again. I will say it again. <laughs> yeah. His dad mm-hmm. is kidnapped by the Russian mafia on a ship in the middle of the Arctic, which is book two. Cool. His mom, crazy in the attic. Because she had a mental breakdown when her dad when the dad got kidnapped.
0: So, since it is a sequel to the first one, that was the mom just in the attic the whole time? <clears throat>
2: yes, she was in the attic the whole entire time. Okay. Also, I like to think that the fa- the the fairies mess with some shit, right? And they basically mm. AU'd this. This is an AU. This is
1: They look. We're in flashpoint. Yeah,
2: they looked at it and was like, "We have done a crime. This is not how it's supposed to be. We apologize, universe. We're fixing it, right?" So, okay. First of all, it's an AU. Also, Holly is like 200% butch lesbianer. Like,
1: Mm, okay, yeah.
2: Also, she's a captain baby because she's a captain. In she's she's a captain captain in the books
1: this yeah. was a thing that chelsea was shouting at the tv <laughs> as we were watching it there was a point at the end where root says like you did a great job and chelsea just went you're gonna make her captain then <laughs> and like just very uh, it was very good that's why i'm cracking up <laughs> she's a captain baby. She's a
2: Captain. she has rank I, I i will say i was mad one of the things that made me mad about this movie in addition to the several things that made me mad about this movie is in the trailer <laughs> There's this scene of this fairy like glowing and like healing and being like this whole fancy thing. We didn't see that all in the movie because I suspect it comes from the opening of the book where Mm. Artemis Fallon Butler cure a fairy of chronic alcoholism in order for in or in exchange for stealing her book. So they
0: and they replace that with him surfing and hoverboarding. instead.
2: Yes. (laughs) he cures
0: maybe it was a metaphor
2: he
1: cures alcoholism i do see that now that you mentioned madison surfing as a metaphor for curing a fairy's chronic alcoholism (laughs) via magic it does make sense now that you pointed out he's
0: he's he's surfing over Mm -hmm. water you know water is a liquid
1: under water water is a liquid it's the Uh, layers wow
0: Um, is this a good movie
1: now (laughs) Maybe. I think it is a
0: good movie now. Okay. Um, so, so Artemis cures alcoholism by... Uh,
2: it's, it's chemicals. It's science. Artemis uh. doesn't use magic. Here's the thing. Artemis follows all about science. So...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: He cures it with science? Uh. It's some weird chemical. Science? I don't know.
0: And he's keeping this from the world? He is a bad, a bad guy. guy. He's, <laughs> he's a bad, bad
1: guy. That boy cured guy. me with science.
2: <laughs> also... Sorry, I know I'm supposed to be pitching a movie here, but I'm also just um actually and correcting this how it should be.
0: Hey, it's okay. So it's okay.
2: Holly doesn't have daddy issues. Artemis has daddy issues. But Holly, no daddy issues. So we're wiping okay. her daddy issues away. Instead, we're replacing it with she feels like she's combating sexism and discrimination.
1: Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. That was the metaphor by the hoverboarding through the forest scene. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah. that was definitely the hoverboard yeah. through the forest. That that's was portrayed <laughs> just the thing that she feels of discrimination, sexism, right?
0: Even in the fairy world, that yeah. exists, you know. Even in Leprechaun, yeah. you know, just sexism, yeah. just like yeah. Rampant. Like, and I
2: will say, I wasn't in the books. Right? These books were written in like 2001. That's when this book came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. The commander was male in the books. I'm not mad about Julie Dench. Like, Julie Dench hasn't done a crime here. She's fine. She's great. Mm -hmm. That is the person who played Root, right? Is that Ju- Judy
1: Dench? Oh, uh, yes. It's, it's, you're saying Julie Dench? It's dame Judy Dench. But she- yeah. I, that's why I was smiling because you were talking about Julie Dench, and that's all. But and I, I wasn't smi- I you. was
0: smiling because Mike was smiling because I knew he wanted to correct it. No,
1: I wasn't so going to. I wasn't going to. I was going to let it go. You can um, actually,
2: my um, actually. It's fine. Um,
1: But yes. Yeah. She was. Judy Dench was Commander Rude. It was just, I was smiling yeah. at Julie Dench.
0: I love what they did with her hair. They're just like, yeah. I wasn't I love those hats.
2: Oh god, the hats were so bad. What are they doing? Fucking playing poker? I'm sorry. Like
1: Oh, it's so good. So uh just to bring back to the pitch a little bit, are is your sequel an AU where you just make you're remaking the first movie but book canon or is it like a continuation where they something else happens, just to, like to to verify. Uh, I'm fine either way.
2: Well, so mostly it's book canon. <clears throat> um Okay. Mostly it's book canon. Um, I will say um, I do kind of like the idea of getting Opal involved earlier. Right. Mostly because I love Opal. Um well, Yeah, She's a girl. Boss, she's a girl boss.
1: Quote,
2: Does she dabble in animal extinction? Yes. It's fine because she's girl bossing. She's a girl boss. <laughs> did nothing wrong. She also is combating sexism and discrimination.
0: Everyone is wearing shoulder pads in this. Uh, it's Just shoulder pads and pantsuits. <laughs>
2: yes, definitely. Except for the dude bros. Because there are some dude bros. Mm-hmm. They were just downplayed. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel like the dude bros would definitely be wearing, instead of the shitty hats, they would be wearing, like, I don't know, dude bro hats. Like, I don't know what a
0: dude... Uh, so yeah. flat bills? Flat mm-hmm. bills yeah. with stickers on them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: I mean, we could just make this, I feel like they tried to make it this, like, high school-esque, like, feeling, this, like, high school drama between these two teens who are struggling with heroin issues. Mm -hmm. We can keep some of that high school bullshit, but I just feel like the high school bullshit should be in, like, the leprechaun unit and not, we can make, we can make the leprechaun into, like, this fun high school drama of silly shenanigans, it's
0: fine. Maybe this should maybe this should be an Amazon Prime show called Leprechaun Heights or
1: something like that. And uh, <laughs> I, would, I would love it. Leprechaun Nights. Uh, Leprechaun, Leprechaun nights. It'll be like Friday night lights, yeah. but it's set in oh, the high stakes world yeah. of Leprechaun. I
0: can you imagine if 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 Artemis Fowl took off instead of uh, the book that should not be named mm-hmm. and uh, we have those like sort of like offshoot Artemis Fowl shows like on Amazon and like there's like a uh, like a oh, I guess this is a Disney movie, right? Mm-hmm. So would it be Disney? God, there'd be Artemis Fowl world or whatever. or Well, or whatever. what's the city? Uh, called? So
2: the city is called like, Haven, Haven, Haven City. There's also Atlantis. Yeah, Um. So Haven is where Holly lives. Atlantis comes into play later in the books. Um, yeah.
1: So um, is this then, with all of the like course correcting in the AU, are we doing the first book again? Or has the dad now been taken hostage by the Russian mafia after the events of the first movie? Or
2: uh, No, dad still, dad still got kidnapped by the Russian mafia. Like He has to have his daddy okay. issues somewhere, right? His daddy issues
1: i mean my po- uh, i guess i'm asking more what happens in this movie so is it just a re- redo of the original or are we carrying it's a redo
2: with- of the original but okay. it is also i like to think that there are maybe some fun flashbacks of this is how we could have done things oh wait that's a dumb idea so it's a reboot of the original while uh, okay. shitting on the original right
1: Gotcha. because
2: okay. there is a fun sort of criminal element to it right I think comparing it to like a mm-hmm. heist isn't wrong we could have some fun heist elements of like mm-hmm. events happen stop rewind redo right like
0: it's kind of like if a force awakens instead of uh, Max von Sydow telling Oscar Isaac like uh, now it's time to start uh, again um, he just said uh, Jar Jar sucked right <laughs> Georgia suck. The drivers a bad idea. Fuck pod racing, right? You know that's what Oscar Isaac says. you bath.
1: really wanted to like, <laughs> dun- openly dunk on the movie in the movie itself. Do you could do the AU like that? Artemis that you're talking mm-hmm. about breaches into this world, and then it's just the AU people, persons kicking the ass of all of their like <laughs> this movie counterparts of being like, look how much better we are.
2: Oh, I would love that. That we. Yeah. So that's the movie, right? Like that's the movie. It's original yeah. movie. It's the Disney movie versus like mm-hmm. the guillermo del toro version of artemis Fowl. it's
0: yeah what if it's uh they so they have that thing the oculus or whatever the mm-hmm. o- it's not oculus it's aculus yeah. it's just changing yeah. the vowel um uh which sucks
1: what kind of a hack just changes a vowel in a word <laughs> yeah and calls it, it a brand
0: i know right <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> What Fucking... a bunch of dumbasses!
0: What a bunch of dumb asses. Yeah, yeah, God. Spends like hundreds of hours on that. Jesus. Yeah, week um, in and week out. Just,
1: just up... really committing to the brand being changing about. Of their life, like, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Two um, full
1: actual movie scripts written and table read in the course of. One of them being five hours long. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Thank God we're not there.
0: What about this pitch? So we started in the first movie. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and in the first movie, Artemis Fowl uses that thing oh. cause, uh, for some reason. And then because it is like a thing of like, it is a yeah. portal thing, can go into different yeah. dimensions, he accidentally goes into the AU version of your movie. And so he's just present there. <sighs> so it's the same thing and he's seeing it differently. And so like, there's this, there's two Artemis Fowls in yeah. your movie, and one of them is the guy from the shitty yeah. universe.
2: Oh, here's the thing. Shitty Artemis Fowl is going to get bullied so hard by the other Artemis Fowl, and he's not even yeah, going to yeah. know it. He's not going to know it because originally, yeah. like, book Artemis Fowl is a sociopath.
0: <laughs> and, and you know what happens? Because there's such sociopaths and they're so ego egocentric, they're going to fall in love Oh,
2: my and God. Like, that's,
0: um, and it's not weird because it is themselves. It's basically masturbation. Now I'm,
2: I'm circling uh, back around <laughs> to the romance idea and I do like that idea cuz that's a better relationship than yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. See, I came here to pitch a movie <laughs> but y'all are pitching me a movie I, that I'm like, mm, "Yes, let's make this." Like
1: I felt as is a gay to simp for your alternate universe <laughs> self.
0: There is one there's one um I think we've talked about this before or I briefly mentioned it. I think it's the um the time traveler's wife mm-hmm. um in the book apparently. I, I, th- or it's either in the book in that one or in another time travel movie where a guy goes back in time to see his younger self and, uh, they have, he has sex with his younger self or something like that. And because it's not weird because it's yeah. him, right. Or something like, or sure. just like, I think it's, I think it's the time traveler's wife. I think you're right. Yeah, let's talk about this more, like yeah. this concept. See,
2: I, and I love the idea, too, that just all of, like, all of the Disney characters come in and just get their asses beat.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, is it the same cast? They're just playing their, their alternate universe selves, or are you recasting?
2: Little mustaches. Little <clears throat> mustaches to represent that they are That's the, the evil the only difference.
1: Ones. Even the women. Yeah,
2: even the women. Nice. Except Mulchigam's. Yes. Mulchigam's beard gets removed. <laughs> Um, specifically
1: we could just remove mulch diggums in general
2: yeah
0: question about the 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 Mm -hmm. movie we watched Mm -hmm. is the little reveal at the end that he 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 had been an elf the whole time or something or something or like or like because he revealed his ears uh, like i don't
1: i think that was mostly supposed to be because the whole joke is i'm a giant dwarf no you're Mm -hmm. not the reveal was oh he actually is a dwarf. I don't think it was meant to be like anything other than like oh. the, the punchline of I wasn't lying. Well, will let Chelsea take it if you go ahead, sir. Mulch
2: Diggums in the book is not weirdly tall or anything. He's just a shitty dwarf who lost his magic because he broke the rules. And he doesn't care about breaking the rules. Because yeah. also, the book, the movie skips over. There's a bunch of rules. Like, being a fairy sucks. There are so many rules you have to follow. It honestly upon reflecting like 20 years later, it would suck. It would suck to be in a leprechaun.
0: It's like, it sucked to be a wizard in, 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 in the, the Harry Potter universe. Like it, it would suck. Cause like it basically you have to like answer yeah. to this, like other, like this, like parliament of corrupt official yeah. wizards. Can't relate. And,
2: now, what are you talking yeah. about? We, we live in a, we live <laughs> in a society. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the one trade-off, though, for the cool alternate universe mm-hmm. that they're, like, way cooler and probably hotter and they all have mustaches, but uh, they do have to follow all these fucking rules. And Disney Artemis is like, oh, that's fine. There's not that many rules. Yeah.
2: From. Yeah. Like, they are.
1: You just have to swear your fealty to the mouse.
2: They are more badass. They are just, like, generally cooler across the board, way more violence. So, mm-hmm. do you remember the troll fight Madison from the movie, correct? Yeah. Butler? In the book, eviscerates this troll. When the troll is down, slices into him, cuts him into pieces. Because oh when God. an enemy is down, that's when they are most dangerous. And you need to eliminate them before they eliminate you.
1: Chelsea's also grazing over the part that I think that you would enjoy also the most medicine. In the book, Butler fights that troll in a suit of armor with a Yes, mouse. he does. Oh, hell yeah.
2: A suit of armor and because...
1: He just puts on one of the deco- like the suits of armor in the hall and takes a mace and fights the troll in a suit of armor with a mace. It's, it's so that badass. Yeah.
0: I like Butler. I do like I like I like Butler in this mm-hmm. movie. Like I thought like I thought he was pretty cool. Like I didn't understand the his the his like niece or whatever. Like she was like mm-hmm. barely in the movie but was important enough to mention. She should, she she could not have been there. So
2: in the books Juliet is his sister because Butler is okay. younger. Um, Butler's like maybe thirty, mid-30s, his sister's like te- oh, okay. upper teens. Um, and his sister okay. is really badass and does in the future go off to do things like join the Mexican wrestling circuit and um, beat up a guy in Chicago by pretending to be sense. a bimbo and then promptly kicks their ass. Um, <laughs> it's nice. just in this movie, she doesn't do a lot. And it's... In the book, she doesn't do a lot, to be fair, but
0: okay, she's, she's like around, around to be set up. Is. She
2: is the person that sort of Butler gets pissed at Artemis for because Artemis is like playing with his sister's life in this whole escapade thing. So Butler sort of there's some tension, right? I feel like the tension between Butler and Artemis wasn't there. There wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am and you're employed by you, but also you aren't a good guy. Yeah. Like that that tension wasn't there. In the book mm-hmm. it is there. So
0: Okay. Yeah. He kinda butter in the movie and it's kinda it's it's a it's a movie trope that sucks and it just kinda takes mm-hmm. me out of things anymore, just like the like the dutiful like employee who is willing to like lay down like like you know just like you know it's Mm -hmm. like his it's his duty to protect this Mm -hmm. shitty kid uh (laughs) because his shitty father told him to like you know (laughs) and that like it it kind of that it was just like i don't it's like i didn't understand because butler i just didn't understand why what butler's motivation was Mm -hmm. instead besides just to protect artemis and and I think yeah. that's it. That's pretty
1: much right. it. I mean, he
0: is. The yeah. In the
2: book, in the, in the book, the butlers yeah. have been serving the fowls for generations. And like they started off by like back in the 1700s, there was a cook on a ship who made cordon bleu really good. And like the fowl of that time was like, mm, yes. I'm going to keep you around. And they started off as cooks, but then they escalated to like bodyguards and now go to elite training. And I think Israel is where they do their like elite training. Um, and they're, it's a whole thing. Um, yeah.
1: I'm wondering then, especially because I would love to see in this movie a scene of the butlers, the AU butler and this butler fighting, one of whom is wearing a suit of armor with a mace. So if you're wanting to redo the original movie and like we're kind of tying in the whole AU thing, um I would it would be kind of fun if they have to do a back to the future 2 kind of scenario where they have to maybe find something in the house but they can't be seen or by like the this AU version. So at any point if they get caught they have to pretend like AU butler finds Artemis like our Disney Artemis and he's like, "Oh, I thought you were upstairs getting like talking to the prisoner or whatever." He's like, "Uh, yes." It, you idiot or so like he has to like pretend okay. to be a U Artemis so it's like a whole kind of heist oh, as well
2: I I would fucking love that because then you'd have the fun heist element right um
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you'd have your fun heist element you'd have your fun like AU element you have a little bit of like high school mm-hmm. drama in the leprechaun so you're still like roping in that like teenage demographic but then you're just mm-hmm. up in the blood and gore up in the blood and gore and lies and deception yep. and it's perfection
0: yeah. can i can I can yeah I, can i pitch something yeah. here um because i like i like where this is going can by the end of the movie like a twist being the disney artemis uh the disney the the disney fouls the disney fouls mm-hmm. the they become the villain of the series and they're like we're trying to uh destroy this universe because ours is better basically and like like it's basically like au versus it's about all yeah. of the dimensions basically
2: see um, and then my Opal yeah. boy she could actually just be a girl boss and she doesn't have to be the villain that would be so cool
0: <laughs> exactly yeah it's sort of like what's happening with the final fantasy 7 uh remakes like is like they're like turning the whole narrative on its like end and like doing whatever with it and like time and like the narrative doesn't matter anymore it, it like it basically by putting these two universes together, you're creating a whole nother universe and narrative within yeah. itself. <laughs> like um, that is like just basically the survival of the most fittest uh, uh, universe. And then we could even get in other Artemis value universes. If mm-hmm. like, you, you want to create a new one, like where they're all like, like, like they're all like dragons or oh, something. Oh, That
2: would be cool. Uh, I don't know. I want to say they mentioned dragons existing at some point. Uh, the kraken do exist. Kraken get brought into the series at some point. Um, as do demons. Okay. demons. Demons do. Demons mm-hmm. and krakens and. Oh my. Oh my, oh my! It's so much. It's so much, y'all.
1: So what is the ostensibly the goal that the Disney? I mean, obviously they become the villains, but like they're ported into this AU. Do they need to find like a MacGuffin to get out? Like, the idea I mentioned is, like, if it's Back to the Future, they have to find something in the house. So, I
2: think their goal, because Mm -hmm. the Oculus does not exist in the books, Mm -hmm. but maybe they want more money. Because in the book, in the Mm -hmm. book, Artemis does end up giving, like, half of the gold back that he gets to Holly, because Holly fixes his mom's mental illness with magic. It's... Mm -hmm. We, we aren't going to talk about it. It's it's a thing. Um, so maybe they're there to like steal the gold, but then they get disappointed because they're like, oh, well, shit, they only have like half the gold they're supposed to. Half the gold plus a little less because mulch steals a few bars off the top. So they're just trying to steal the wealth. Artemis like steals a painting at some point in time. He continues to do criminal heists. So I think Mm -hmm. the thing is, he's just constantly trying to profit because he's an incompetent criminal, right? Right. Disney Artemis Fowl can't do shit. Book Mm -hmm. Artemis Fowl is a mastermind criminal. He's just sort of following Book Artemis around, trying desperately to profit and learn from him to be a better criminal. But because he's in the Disney universe, he literally can't. Like every time he tries to do a crime or curse or hold a gun or anything remotely criminal, it's just Mickey Mouse pops in. And he's like, "No, you can't
0: do this."
1: When he wakes up in the alternate universe, he just sits up and goes, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah. Because now he can curse. It's not the Disney universe.
0: Yeah. And what if it like, and I think like, at least the movie Artemis is so like ego centric. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's like trying to one up and like outsmart everybody and like like mm-hmm. be very like, mm-hmm. cocky. Is the book guy like that too, or sort of?
2: Uh yeah, very much so. He's like, I am the smartest person in the room and if you try to tell me otherwise it just shows how dumb you are. Um yeah. He is I will say Disney Artemis has too many feelings. He has too many feelings and emotions okay. and cares too much. Yeah. Yeah. Artemis the book Artemis doesn't really care about competition as long as he's being the best. So I guess he does care about competition. Ignore me.
1: Well actually that yeah. that works then because they can accidentally be ported into this AU, and at first it's like, oh no, we gotta find a way home, let's go find Aculus or my dad's secret basement full of mystical doodads, mm-hmm. that doesn't exist in this yeah. universe, and while they're there, everybody's just like, it rules here, what <laughs> the hell? Or like, or yeah. wow, they're pretty cool, we're better though, right? Like, empirically, we're better? <laughs> and then that's how they morph slowly into villains uh, as they learn they're not better than these people, and they morph into the villains like, well, th- we have to destroy this universe, right? Yeah.
0: And they, then they see a leprechaun get sniped, and then they're like, blood go everywhere, <laughs> and then they just all throw up. They're just like, oh my god! Yeah. This would to happen over in our universe!
2: Yeah. Oh god, there's just so many elements to all of the books. In the second book, Artemis has to crawl up a sewage pipe that could, like, oh, no. potentially be filled at any point in time. And he's just like, oh, my delicate manicure hems! Oh no! No, funny. It's
0: God. Honestly,
2: this movie, it could get real dark. And I think the Disney people are just mad that they aren't allowed to be that dark.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah. they're either going to yeah. take it over and become the dark universe or destroy it. If they can't have it, no one can. Yeah, That's the tagline. If we can't have it, they, can.
1: they can't have it. Yeah. So yeah. as we're wrapping up here, what are we going to call it?
2: I wrote down on my post-it notes because I wrote post-it notes for this. Artemis mm-hmm. fell too but actually won because the first one sucked. I feel like that's a long title <laughs> and we aren't like Oh.
1: I, we have uh, holes to the lost empire in parentheses Dulé Hill was Poseidon the whole time. Long titles are not a problem. Yeah. If anything Madison loves long uh, titles.
0: Yeah. Yes I love long titles. When I was looking at the, um, the Wikipedia for this movie mm-hmm. I was wondering is it said, like this this movie is sort of the, the Wikipedia said that um, this movie is sort of a mostly a combination of the first and the second, but it sounds like it's a combination of all, many mm-hmm. of them. But it says, like, Artemis Fowl, and then in parentheses, uh, the one where Artemis meets a fairy the first time. Is that is that is that anything? Is that part of the title, or is that just them doing, like, parentheticals to explain what was happening? Like, because it, it is literally, like, Artemis Fowl 1, where Artemis meets a fairy for the first time, then mm-hmm. Artemis Fowl 2, where he saves his dad basically
2: i mean yeah we could we could do a, a naming system based off of like the books that shall not be named um artemis Fowl and the kidnapping crime are here we, we yeah. name them by the different crimes that are committed in the movie uh, artemis Fowl and the kidnapping okay. for ransom
0: artemis Fowl and the the leprechaun gets sniped. yeah
2: yeah oh yeah yeah that's so good yeah butler does at some point in time pull out a sniper rifle and like shoots darts at these like poor little creatures these poor little like fairies that think that they're hiding because they're like oh we have magic that makes us invisible and artemis is like ha i solved that with science i can see you
1: just to be clear madison you want to name the entire movie off of the one scene where a, a fairy gets sniped yes <laughs> okay absolutely.
2: it really sets the
0: tone um but well yeah ultimately i think it is uh i think it's chelsea's call we could do like yeah. uh, I, because they're heist films it sounds like we could do like the great something caper or like the the something or the the alternate us or something or like you know like this is us yeah. <laughs> it could be artemis Fowl two, a u alternate us
2: Right. I like that.
1: Artemis Fowl 2, T-O-O.
2: Ooh, mm. like, a, like a two-lander situation.
1: I've not seen two-lander, but it's not got, instead friend. of the number two, we just use it two T-O-O, because yeah. they're also Artemis Fowl. Yeah. Into the verse.
2: Ooh, I like that. Artemis Foul 2, uh... Into the verse. That's it. That's it. We did it. We made the movie. <laughs> um, Guillermo del Toro, hit me up. We'll make it better. It'll be yeah. real cool. Kenneth
1: Branagh, sorry, you're out. Love love your Poirot movies, but you gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have two hey, minutes.
0: Kenneth Branagh made porno ver- movies?
1: Yeah. What?
0: Can't... No, he didn't. I
1: said Poirot.
0: I think you said porno.
1: <laughs> no, Poirot. <laughs> uh,
0: I was just like, why would he?
1: Kenneth okay. uh, Branagh. Anyway. <laughs> no, that didn't work. Anyway. Penis Branagh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Alright, so Madison, the question, did we do it?
0: i think we all did it i think we all did it's, it it's 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 a it, w- it was yeah i don't think we've ever done anything quite like this before <laughs> no. <laughs> no. have we d- we kind of done requels before this might be the most like our you got mail uh sequel i think i think
1: this is maybe more like jimmy neutron gone dad which was what if we took the jimmy neutron movie and did like riverdale which was kind of maybe mm, okay. the closest we've gotten to this. But I I really love the idea of the alternate universe that come in and they have to, at first, pre- like not get caught and then eventually just get really mad that this <laughs> universe is cooler yeah. and decide to destroy yes. us. It's very good.
0: Yeah. It. It's pretty good.
1: Well, uh, if we did it, that's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us.
0: People can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are found. By searching the
1: equalizers including
0: the the inside of a dove chocolate where it usually says some sort of funny or inspiring phrase but it
1: just says eat me the equalizers <laughs> You can also get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. And (laughs) we have an Instagram. It is the underscore equalizers. And as always, we spell that E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like in sequel. Like in (laughs) sequel. Oh, God. That's actually more Jimmy Stewart than... Mulch diggers. I
0: can say quah.
1: <laughs> Special thanks to our theme song. Go to the Banana Boys. You can find their albums online, everywhere where music is found. And as always, they spell it B O Y E S, like in O-Y-S. oh yes, oh yes. Whole album is available on all streaming services now. Chelsea, do you have anything that you would like to plug, or where the people can find you should you wish to be found?
2: um So you can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Carter of Mars. I tweet about D&D stuff, though I might be on private right now because my weird job. Anyway, I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes I'm private. Sometimes I'm not. Um, Other than that, I have nothing to plug. Um,
1: No problem. Well, the only other piece of business is what we're going to do next time. For our longtime fans, they know that this episode was supposed to be a challenge that I gave Madison uh, due to some... Just life getting hectic. We haven't recorded that one yet. That will be coming up very soon, though. But next time, Chelsea, what are we doing? What have you got for us?
2: So, I was talking with you a little bit beforehand. I know this is on your list. Not that people care about Chelsea's middle school like media consumption. <laughs> have you all done Stargate before?
1: We haven't. No, it's we been on not. our list for a little bit. Um, yeah, let's get mm-hmm.
2: some not Richard Dean Anderson in here.
1: Yes. Uh, return so Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell. Russell yeah
2: Kurt Russell David Spader
1: David Spade no James, James Spader, Spader the, the Lizard da- King David's David Spade David Spade it's n- it's not David Spade the return of Julie Dench <laughs> well tune in next time for either Madison's sequel uh, to Barbie Dolphin Magic or Stargate 2 one of those one of them it's good. one of them is gonna be the thing so the Equalizers. I'm Madison Jones.
2: I'm Chelsea Carter.
1: I'm Mike Noll. I give my regards to King Todd asshole. To be continued. First take your favorite leg and then you kick it up to your chest and then you pump your open palms
0: and then you really start breaking a sweat that's all there is that's really it you barely even gotta move your butt come on man now follow my lead we'll do that two steps or come on
2: hands with me mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm.